money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money? I'm ready to talk money. I'm Dave Van Oppen and I'm here with my wife, Rebecca, and let's talk money. This morning... It's Friday, Black Friday, if some of you are, you probably have already been shopping if you're, you're cued into the, uh, to the, I don't even know if it's a holiday, what Black <laughs> Friday exactly is, but today is Black Friday, and, and certainly it's difficult to miss the marketing, the media, the hype that goes into the amount of Christmas shopping that happens predominantly in the US but that of course has spilled over into into Canada and online shopping today is Black Friday and that's the topic of our show yes and along with how do you plan for Christmas when you're only a month away from Christmas so we're gonna have some practical tips this morning too because we only have one month it's mm-hmm. no it's November mm-hmm. 25th and December 25th isn't that long off, and some of us have not planned for it. Right, so if you haven't been shopping today, pause, listen to the show, get your headset on if your boss is at work and he doesn't know you're listening, <laughs> then do that. because this is going to be a hugely important show, certainly about Christmas shopping, Christmas spending. Uh, we're going to dig into that uh, in spades, but before we do... We want to take a second, look and see what Scripture actually says. Does Scripture speak to Black Friday and and how we do that? Uh, Have at her, Rebecca. Uh, Maybe some of us will want to turn off the radio then, but um, I'm going to read some Scriptures that are fairly well known to us as believers. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable act of service. And do not be conformed to this world or the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now, uh, it's an interesting that we chose these verses this week because the thrust of what we want to talk about this morning is not being conformed to the pattern of the world. We're going to, in a little while, talk about some statistics about Black Friday, actually give you a little bit of the history of where it comes from. But we want to say to you this morning that um, these Romans, uh, these verses from Romans that Paul wrote so many years ago apply to us today. And even a day when we are thinking it's Black Friday, there are some deals, Christmas is on its way, but we know, honestly, we don't have the money to spend at this time of year for the things we want to give others and give ourselves. 
And I'm that's going- really that's really key. I'm going to jump in there, okay. Rebecca, because because that's really key, right? We're not saying that Black Friday is this uh, is a holiday or, or again, I don't. It's an event almost, but it is an event that doesn't ne- that doesn't fit within the Christian context. Uh, you can go shopping and buy your Christmas gifts on Black Friday if you want. That doesn't make you a bad person. All of that things, but what what Paul is writing here is this. We need to be aware not to to be conformed to to the mass um, the masses that are are essentially in on Black Friday going shopping. Well, and I think part of it is in light of this verse, when we're not conformed to the pattern of this world, we have to ask, what is the pattern of the world? In the world we live in in North America, in Canada, we are bombarded with somewhat of upwards of 6,000 ads a day. There are great deals to be had today. There are mm-hmm. awesome things to be had if you have the money to go have them. Mm-hmm. If you do not have the money to go have them and you're going out and you're putting everything on your credit card, we uh, maybe implore you, we beseech you maybe <laughs> like Paul did the early church, reconsider, reconsider what you're doing because you want to be thinking the way Jesus is thinking. You want to be thinking his way. Well, how do you do that? How do you not be conformed to the pattern of the world? It's by renewing your mind to know what the good, pleasing, perfect will of God is. Well, how do you renew your mind? It's by digging into his word. You all know the answer to this and maybe oh, and here I thought it was listening to the Let's Talk Money show with Dave and Reb. <laughs> I mean, but really, it's all your financial story. Again, we go back to the heart of the matter. Where is your treasure? What is your heart saying? Mm-hmm. Do you want the stuff? Do you is your child's demand maybe or even desire? Our desire to bless our kids is so real as parents, and they're asking for an iPad. Well, maybe you don't have the hundreds of dollars it takes. Maybe you have to come up with a different plan and get him something that is more suitable for your bank account. And we need to face it. We need to face our bank accounts, face our reality, and face Jesus, because he's going to help us. He cares about the details, and he does not want us enslaved at Christmas at a time when we say we celebrate his birthday and we get enslaved to stuff and debt. It just doesn't, like, think about it. That does not make sense. He did not come into the world so we could celebrate by spending ourselves into debt. So today, if you're willing, don't be conformed to the pattern of the world. If you've got the cash in your hand, go for it and get those things that you've planned for. But if you don't, renew yourself in your thinking, and we got to think about it different. And, and he, you know, this is one of the things about Black Friday, even about Christmas spending, that, that we want to be aware. Again, Paul says, renew your mind, and, and we want to have, we want to be aware. 50 in 2014 somewhere around 51 billion dollars got spent in 3 days on christmas spending in the US and is that bad no but think about it most of the stuff that is bought doesn't have long term value it's extra stuff it's stuff that we 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 could live without right there isn't houses, there isn't, there isn't things. In that $50 billion that is spent, 
what if we took that 50 billion and we decided to all invest in something that's going to impact the world fresh water and in, in three or four countries could probably use 50 billion dollars and i mean there's it goes back a little bit to well wait a minute what is the marketing what is the media telling us that this is where we should spend and what is god telling us that we should spend the money on uh, again not bashing the fact that $50 billion get spent. I'm just saying that maybe there's a better purpose for that $50 billion. Well, and it does. There's always the argument that it keeps the economy running, but we're not going there today. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, again, we, 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 the, I, I don't think we'd want to pull the $50 billion no, out of the yeah. economy and watch some, you know, but maybe we just need to, to figure out what is the purpose here? Am I, like Paul writes, just going along with the flow or has God been speaking something different to me and my family about this Christmas coming up? Well, it's interesting that you talk about that because actually Black Friday spending overall, the statistics that we've read about this week is has been on the decline. It was actually at the lowest spot in 2008 during the recession in the United States. Um, but to go right back to it, um, Black Friday actually just for those of you who are historical. Um, the name was first recorded by this guy. Uh, he was uh, Earl Affelbaum. He was a dealer in rare stamps. And he writes in an ad that he ran that Black Friday um, was called back Black Friday by the Philadelphia Police Department on the Friday after Thanksgiving because uh, the official opening of the Christmas season happened that mm -hmm. day That's in the right. 60s. And it usually brought massive traffic jams and overcrowded sidewalks. And downtown, downtown stores were mobbed. So they put that negative connotation to it. But over the years, retailers have said, okay, we're going to take that and put a positive spin on it. Because Black Friday means being in the black, which means you're not in debt. Mm -hmm. uh, so retailers are not in debt as of this season because in the states they say that 30% of retail spending out of an entire year happens in the month of Christmas shopping. So that's 30% of the retail economy in the US that's that's happening. So interestingly enough, you know, let's translate that back to our own financial stories and say, well, if the stats say that 30% of the spending mm. happens does that mean that maybe there's an increase in spending in my own in my own finances and if it's to the tune of 30% then i need to prepare for that right i need to make sure that when december comes it doesn't become an emergency. You know, we don't dip into our emergency cushions uh, when when December hits, simply because it comes every year. This is something we can anticipate. And as you know, we're gonna we're gonna give some homework a little bit uh, later near the end of the show. But the, this idea that okay, wait a minute, everything in, in the marketing in the world around us, the statistics, the, 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 the frequency. This is not something that's new every year that, oh, surprise, Christmas is coming <laughs> and I'm going to spend to the tune, maybe not full 30%, but certainly I'm going to spend more money. And don't forget the hidden costs, right? So it's not mm. just gifts, but it's 
hey, we're going to go out for dinner with friends because it's that season where we want to connect with friends and family. You might be traveling. You might be throwing one, two, or maybe even three big dinners where you're buying food for it because if you happen to be the family who entertains both sides of, of the family or maybe you're just going and you're bringing stuff to the potluck at church and, and all kinds of extra money happens around Christmas and that does I don't doesn't matter who you are that extra spending if we haven't prepared for it is going to create some stress around around finance it's gonna put stress on the finance that that mention of uh, just as a as a woman who prepares meals that issue of food at Mm -hmm. Christmas is just was thinking about it with Dave this past week and looking at it. And I thought, yeah, those extra meals, those um, uh, bigger turkeys or bigger hams, you're having extra people over, uh, that makes a difference to Mm -hmm. the bank account, to your grocery budget. And you, we have to think about those things. And I think it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I finally started thinking about um, the Christmas baking, the $100 extra you spend on Christmas baking. Um, and some of you might be horrified by that, but we come from a really big family and we take cookies everywhere. So <laughs> and it, it's a Dutch family and we <laughs> love cookies. Yes. Right? So, you know, it is $100 extra just you know, to at, at least, at least just mm-hmm. to have that extra cash on hand. And, we do have to face it, and I think that is one of the things that we wanted to talk about this morning was the acronym that we use at one of the financial fitness seminars, and that is uh, Financial Awareness Creates Empowerment. F-A-C-E. We need to face our finances, but not just for the sake of, of facing them and getting depressed, right? No. Uh, we don't want to do that. We need Financial Awareness Creates Empowered. When I face the fact that I am going to spend more money in the month of December than other times of the year in groceries or in dining out or in when I face that then I'm empowered to say well well what can I do to change it what can I do to plan around it what can I do to to make sure that the money is there when I need it and I'll give you an example uh, tomorrow we're going uh, to a friend's house for uh, dinner and go out for coffee Originally, we were going out for dinner, and they we had planned this day like six weeks ago, and they just let us know a couple weeks back, you know what, we are in our spending plan, it's just not going to fit this time for us to go out for dinner, so can we do something different? So we've made other arrangements, and we're doing coffee, and we're having our own kids babysit. I don't know if we told them that yet, but anyway, babysitting <laughs> their kids—they know now. They know now. <laughs> babysitting their kids while we go out for coffee for an hour or so, and we, you just adjust. And one thing that's exciting me about this radio show and stuff that we've talked about here, even at CHRI, is that we're starting to talk money and encouraging you to talk money. It is okay to say mm-hmm. to someone, you know what? Right now. It's not in the plan. Don't say, I don't have the money. Can we just get this out here right now? Because I changed my verbiage years ago, and I actually changed it on our holiday a few weeks back. I want this. You don't say, I need a Starbucks coffee. I want the Starbucks coffee. So if you want it, do you have the cash for it? Okay, yes or no. Don't say, I don't have any money. 
as Canadians, we are in the top 4% of the wealthiest people in the world. Mm -hmm. Give me a person who makes a dollar a day and scrounges for food in a garbage can. They don't have money. We are choosing to spend our money on certain things. And a lot of us are choosing to put money to the banks to pay off the interest on our debt. That is our choice because we chose to get into debt. So we had to rephrase how we're saying it. Our friend said, it's not in the plan to go for supper tomorrow and spend it at a restaurant. Can we do something different? Start talking that way and people will have more freedom to share their stories too. <laughs> and, and again, it's, it's empowering, right? Not only has, has that the ability to just say, hey, can we do something different for our friends? So their their confidence and strength in the relationship that we have, that we care for them, and that we're not going to ditch them just because, well, we can't go out for dinner, but to realize that, you know what, that's okay. Let's, let's do something different. They're facing their finances, becoming impaired empowered and then turning around and bringing that into our relationship and, and us just honoring the friendship and say, okay, let's, let's make it happen. I have no doubt the point of getting together is getting together. Right. It, it's I, not about what we're eating as we get together, although I love to eat. And if we have the money and we choose to spend it on that, then that's cool. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's this is the big tension here on Black Friday is there are absolutely deals that are going to be out there. There are absolutely things that you said I I either need or I want and there's nothing wrong with that. But choose to spend that money on those things recognizing within I guess the big picture of being financially aware that Hey, if I spend all my Christmas spending here on this day on Black Friday, then what am I going to do for the month of December when other things come, come at us and we have to say, well, I chose to spend that money on Black Friday, so we may have to do something different. We maybe aren't going out. Again, each person's in individual situation is unique. And so face your own finances. If, if you can't, um, then that's what we're here more than enough for. That we help to go, th hey, let's just be aware of what's going on so you can make the decisions that, that, that you make. Because we are all in the same boat together. We may appear like we have it all together and spending loads at Christmas, and maybe we are. One of the stats that we read was that overall in the Christmas spending in the States last year, they spent around $800 a person <laughs> over the you know, Christmas, Christmas season. Christmas so, season. And, but, and when you think about it, okay, let's prepare for that, right? So $800 a uh, in the Christmas season, I don't know if that included extra groceries, so I'm going to throw an extra 200 bucks in there for groceries and say, okay, that turns out to be about uh, 75 bucks a month, maybe 100 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Well, if in January 2017, I say, okay, we made it through the Christmas season, I'm going to throw 100 bucks a month into a Christmas fund, into a gift fund, out of my account, and then I'll have that $1,000 that when that we need for the Christmas in the bank account when we get to Christmas. Well, if if you go according to the statistic, we need two hundred dollars because usually there's two people in a household, and if it's a thousand dollars a person, 
We've got, oh. yeah, oh, it's, a, it's not $1,000 a household, it's $1,000 a person. So it all depends what kind of gifts you want to give. It mm-hmm. all depends what kind of parties you want to throw. But the issue now is what do we do a month out? Have you planned for Christmas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that question. Have Have you planned for Christmas? Ouch, Rebecca, you're really hard. Man. Well, I'm oh. not, I, yeah, well, I can ask myself the same question. We just planned for it and figured that out ourselves. So we're in the same boat as you guys are. Mm -hmm. We are not any better, not any... uh, We do not put $100 away in January every month for Mm -hmm. Christmas. We don't do that. But we do know it's coming and we do know it's coming ahead. So we do make a plan for it. So here's the thing. You have to face it. And what you did last year, because you were brilliant last year and you planned ahead and you had $2,400 to spend on everybody and you bought iPads and all of that stuff and everyone had a great Christmas but this year it's a different story maybe mm-hmm. you don't have to do Christmas this year like last year mm-hmm. and we can testify to you in our family the years that we didn't have a lot of cash it changed us because we started to do things in a different way. We started, uh, we picked names instead in our family. So to everyone buying everybody a gift, you pick names, you uh, make a gift, which takes commitment and it's harder because it's way easier to go to a store and buy something sometimes. Uh, we gave the gift of time one year. Mm-hmm. We just created gift certificates and said, okay, we're going to get a gift, but it has to, we have to do it with that person. So our son, Justice, uh, threw his own money in and he bought Dave a racetrack so they could build a racetrack together. An electric car, you electric know, car, yeah. zoom around. So but. that was the gift. So you have to start thinking a little bit creatively and at Pinterest is a great spot, mm-hmm. but you can get sucked into Pinterest too. <laughs> so I'm warning you a month out um, that that is what, just throwing out some ideas there. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and keeping it simple, you know, one of the things that we do, and it's actually turned a little bit into a family tradition, is this, we set a limit on we're going to go out as a family to do some shopping for for each other and so we make that an event it's an annual event that we do just with our family but we we also set a limit we give and some of the kids contribute a little more but we give them a set amount of money and that's it we're going to spend that money on the gift for whoever and so they go in with the cash in their pockets and they they go spending and if they can't find the gift they want they want to spend more Again, the discussion, we figure it out. But keeping it simple, uh, you know, one of the things that happens with marketing, media, the pressure that's on us is, is it complicates our lives. It, it, uh, all of a sudden, this stuff becomes you know stuff that we have to manage and we have to get to the store and we can the stress is building this is one of the reasons why on black friday online shopping has actually taken such a a precedence because people are saying hey i can just shop from home Mm. the convenience i get the the deals the same way and so the the, even even in the shopping there's this desire for simplicity Mm. so rebecca and i get your pen your pencil out we've got a little acrostic that we want to share here uh, with, with that, that really talks about simplicity. So it's the word simplify. We are gonna we are gonna simplify our Christmas. Mm-hmm. Got it. So S stands for sit down with your fi- with your family and face your finances. So you can do that in the privacy of your own uh, relationship with the two of you. Face your finances, but then bring that into the family and say, okay, we're gonna sit down. We're gonna talk about Christmas. What's going on? So S is just sit down with your family and talk about the finances. I? You're 
investigate together some of the different things you can do to stay within a spending plan that works for you. And you get your kids involved. And sometimes that might include not spending a lot of money on each other and you're going to give what you have away to someone else. Maybe you go volunteer some time during the Christmas season instead. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just investigate the ideas. Or there's just so many things. So the internet is full of, of gift ideas even that that are can be done under $10 or $20 or $50 mm-hmm. and just go there and do it together right m make a change on how you do christmas if you're not happy with the way christmas went last year then make a change so we'll just do that i'm going to jump to the next one cuz this is mine p plan plan what you spend spend what you plan I just had to inject that because that's one of my favorite things plan what you spend spend what you plan so love out loud is the other one so we've got s i m p l so in the word simplify l love out loud and what we mean by that is in word or in deed Show that you love someone. I know that love languages are really prevalent out there, the conversation around love languages. And some of us like getting gifts, um, but some of us like acts of service or time together. Give those things instead of a high cash gift. Mm -hmm. And that just plays into the I, which is just be interested. And we got a month, so you can start tuning your ear to be interested in what other people. We find that people don't necessarily want stuff. There's other things that they want. Be interested and take an interest in others and you'll find out. Like, uh, for for instance, giving uh, a gift of cleaning someone's house. Mm-hmm. You could do that because some people really need it and would appreciate that. Uh, in uh, family traditions, F, uh, we love family traditions. And sometimes those don't have to be around a lot of spending. Sometimes it can be a game night. Sometimes you buy a gift for the family and you establish a family tradition around something simple that you give. And finally, the why in simplify. Uh, and, <laughs> and the why is hugely important. You are in control. It goes back to the verse that, that you wrote, you read at the beginning that mm-hmm. just simply says, hey, let's Let's not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We, you are in control. It's your money to spend, so to speak. So um, plan what you spend and spend what you plan. So simplify this Christmas. We've only got a couple minutes left, Rebecca. Already? Two, three, I don't know (laughs) how many minutes left. We've got a couple things I'm excited about. We've got a a show on generosity coming up in the next couple weeks. We certainly want to, to, you know, Christmas season is a little bit about generosity, but we're going to dig in. We're going to have a special guest for the generosity show, somebody who's an expert to show us how to be maybe a little bit more generous. And how God changed his life by (laughs) by being a generous person yeah it'll be a great conversation we're going to have next week and if you want to listen to any of the, the previous shows or listen to this show again you can get it on more than enough.ca you can get it on um chri.ca um so all kinds of things to just let's talk money we are going to pray because we like to do that at mm-hmm. the end rebecca would you just do that Father, thank you so much for all you give us. Thank you for this day that is Black Friday. Thank you that you teach us and that you call us to simplify when we need to. And we are just thankful for how you're going to help us do that this Christmas season. In Jesus' name. 
Thank you. And for all you listeners out there, next week, tune in and let's talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.